0: hey guys it's dr j and apostle sherman and we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message we pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that god has for you enjoy the message hello and welcome to anwa at home i'm so excited that you have tuned in for this amazing experience as we celebrate palm Sunday. You know what you're supposed to do. What I want you to do, I want you to press that supernatural button, the share button and invite as many people as you possibly can to involve and engage inside of this experience. If you're there with your NY at home bubble, you're, you're worshiping there with them. This is what I want you to do. Get everybody right there in your bubble logged in as well so they can participate in the comments and connect with community. But we're jumping into the word of God. But before we do, let's go before God in prayer. Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your presence that's touching your people today. We realize there is no distance in the realm of the spirit. You are touching your people right where they are. We thank you for peace, hope, joy, and your love being displayed to your children today. We invite your presence to touch us in a unique and special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're jumping into the word of God. We're in Matthew chapter 21, verse number 9. Matthew 21 in verse number nine. This is what the Bible says. It says, then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. I want to minister around the thought today. Here comes the king. Here comes the king. I love the story of Jesus' entry. I love the story of Palm Sunday. And I'll make that make sense for some of you that might not understand that language. But Jesus, uh, he's riding into Jerusalem on a colt, on a colt. What is a, what's a colt? It's a young donkey or a baby donkey. And, And this is what's happening. He is royal yet humble. Please see this. He could have ridden in on the most amazing horse that ever was seen. He could have ridden in on chariots. He could have ridden in uh, for people to see um, the, the, the wealth and the grandeur of what he carried. But he walked in, and he, he, rather, he rode in in humility. Jesus is showing us that it's so important for each and every one of us to recognize who we are, what we carry, but at the same time walk in humility being able to recognize who you are in God does not mean that you have to walk in pride. Doesn't mean that you have to be arrogant. Doesn't mean that you have to walk in a place where you are full of yourself. It is possible to be royal and humble at the same time. At the same time. So he's walking in, riding in to the rejoicing of his followers. The Bible shows us um, in Luke chapter 19 Verse 29 to 31, and I'm going to give you quite a bit of scripture today because I want you to grab a hold of this. Bible says in verse 29 of Luke 19, it says, It came to pass when he drew nearer to Bethpage and Bethany um, at the mountain called Olive, he had sent two of his disciples saying, Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say, because the Lord has need of it. Are you seeing this boldness? The king is about to make his entrance into Jerusalem and he tells his disciples, go and get me this cult. Now, here's the important thing about this. Jesus doesn't say, ask for it. Jesus didn't say, Uh, tell the people, excuse me. He just says, Hey, go and get it. It's, it's waiting for me. It's, it's already been set aside for me. Go and do it. And if anyone asks you, tell them I sent it, tell them the Lord has need of it. And so the disciples go in and they obey Jesus. Matthew chapter 21 and verse number six says, so the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, right? Isn't this a powerful moment to pause now and pay attention to following the directions of Jesus, even when it doesn't make sense to follow the directions of Jesus, even when it may seem like what he's asking you to do could get you in a little bit of trouble. I got to obey God. No matter what, right? I have to obey him in every circumstance and in every single way because when the king has need of something, my God, he has already set it up and I've got to just obey him and come in conjunction, come into agreement with what he's decided to do. And so, what is the Lord has spoken? What has he spoken to you? What has he declared to you that you have to move in full obedience for? Because the king, he has need of it. Jesus. He enters into Jerusalem and in John chapter 12, verse number 14, the Bible says, Then Jesus, when he found a young donkey, sat on it. And as it was written, he he said this, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. Wow. He's fulfilling prophecy. If I had time, I would go through the literal hundreds of prophecies that Jesus himself was fulfilling by obeying God. It was written of him, this thing. a matter of fact, I'll give you one. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 11 says, Indeed, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the world, say to your daughter of Zion, surely your salvation is coming. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. Zechariah 9 and 9, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, a fowl of a donkey. I love this. Why? Because Jesus had to specifically do this because this is what the prophets had spoken of. Jesus was aware of his prophetic declarations. He was aware of the words that were spoken over him and declared over him. So he knew he had to do it just like the prophets spoke, right? I'm not going to waver to the left or the right, but as the Lord has spoken through his prophets, I'm going to fulfill the word with exactness. I'm going to fulfill the word with laser accuracy. I'm going to fulfill the word that God has spoken over the life. It wasn't just the idea of humility, but it was the idea of obedience to the prophetic words that God had already spoken. The prophets had declared he would come in on a donkey and Jesus made sure that he was in alignment with the prophetic words over his life. That's you. That's you. Yep. You it's time for you to make sure that you are in alignment with the prophetic words spoken over you. Are you aware of them? Have you studied them? Have you warred with them? What did did Paul tell Timothy? I want you to wage a good warfare with the prophetic words, the prophetic promises over your life. It's time for you to be in alignment. A matter of fact, here's here's a quick word. Go back and play what God has spoken. Go back and and, and read what, what you wrote down that God said to you personally and even through the prophets. Go back and do that and play that over so that you can be in alignment. I don't have time to waste. I don't know about you. I don't have time to waste. I don't want to have to do a repeat. I don't want to have to go back. No, no, no. I want to step right into what God said. But in order for me to do that, I have to know what he said, both in his written word and through his prophets. So Jesus, the response of the crowd is amazing as Jesus enters into Jerusalem. And we see it happening in Matthew chapter 21 and verse number eight, what we see happening is that they start spreading their cloaks on the road as an act of royal homage. It's this idea that that we're, we're recognizing who you are. We see who you are. They are laying their cloaks on the road to recognize his kingship. Matthew 21 and verse eight says, and a great, a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cutting down branches from the tree and spreading them on the road. Uh, Second Kings nine at verse number 13 says, then each man uh, hastened to take his garment and put it under uh, on the top of the steps. And they blew trumpets saying, Jehu is king. This is examples uh, through scriptures of how many people would recognize in those days who the king was was it was an it was an example it was a uh, it was a movement of recognizing his kingship, what brings us to another prophetic moment it 's important in every area of our lives that if we want to experience the true manifestation of the kingdom of God in our lives, we must recognize the king we must recognize him, and it 's important that we lay down. Whatever we hold dear, whatever we hold special, whatever we hold unique, that we be willing to lay it down in the sign and as as awareness that the King is entering the space. I believe that you are stepping into an amazing moment. Um, Not only did Jesus enter into those moments in that day, I believe that the kingdom of God is being advanced in our world, in our day, and in your life. I believe the king is coming. And, and the scriptures even, I remember John the Baptist, you know, before Jesus even really stepped into operating, you know, said, make way for the kingdom of God is at hand. Make way for the kingdom of God is at hand. I believe this is that kind of moment that we are in in our day to day. Make way for the kingdom of God. The king is coming and he's coming into every space that's willing, come on, to recognize him and to honor him. You're going to benefit from the interest of the king based upon how you understand and you, you uh, engage with his entrance. Jesus desires to enter into every space of society, every sector of society, every part of your life. The king is coming. A matter of fact, I want you to type that into the comments today. The king is coming. Coming And so they recognize the king. They, they honor the king um, at his entrance. Some people don't um, recognize or are willing to honor the king and his kingdom. Uh, the, the, you will see later that there were others who were not so excited about uh, the king and his entrance. We need to make sure that we don't align ourselves with the spirits of religion, uh, to align ourselves with the thought patterns of the day, um, whatever is popular in culture, but that we would align ourselves with the need of the king and the need of the kingdom in the earth. We need the kingdom of God to be advanced. We need the kingdom of God to come forth. Uh, we need these things to happen. Uh, the, the, the scriptures speak of the day uh, where the kingdom of this world become the kingdoms of, of our Lord and of his Christ. It's important that we recognize that we have a portion in that by honoring his entrance into the places that we we are seated in, um, the, they took the palm branches, the palm branches, uh, and, and they begin to lay the palms down. Have you ever asked the question, why the palms? Now, if you understand the palm tree, you'll study it and recognize that the palm tree is one of the strongest trees uh, that you would ever imagine. They, they, they bend, but uh, oftentimes, no matter how the storm comes, it doesn't matter. It matters. It doesn't matter how strong things happen in and around the tree. The tree is able to still stand. We're talking about healthy palm trees that healthy palm trees are able to withstand. The tree itself does not break no matter what's coming. It will bend, but it will not break. It was a prophetic symbolism. To uh, not only the king, uh, but it was a prophetic symbolism to his followers. Like there's going to come some weights that will make us feel like we're we we are close to breaking, but we won't break. We might bend, but we will not break. It's, It's Palm Sunday and we're celebrating today. Hallelujah. We're celebrating today. The fact that not only the king and his kingdom, but his followers and those that are a part of his kingdom, we might bend but we refuse to break. The king is coming. We, 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 we recognize that. And so the palms were prophetic in essence as they were placed there. And not only were the palms a sign of bending but not breaking, the palms were a sign and a celebration of victory. It was a celebration of victory. And, um, and on this Palm Sunday, I think it's important that you recognize victory belongs to the king. And as a follower of the king, as a servant of the king, victory is yours. And I know there's some words that you hear often in church and church world and in the kingdom of God that you can sometimes start taking lightly. I don't want you to do that today. I want you to realize there's something special on this day. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. And and uh, you can be going through a whole lot right now, uh, or you could be in one of the greatest days of your life right now. Not all of us are down and under. I want you to understand victory is yours. New levels of victory is yours. Maybe you're walking in victory today. You say, I've got it, Sherman. I'm seeing victory. Listen to me. There is more victory on the way to your life because you're subject to the king And uh, his kingdom, John chapter 12 and verse number 13 says they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the king of Israel, the king of Israel. Now, we, we, we see even in Leviticus chapter 23, verse 40. I love what it says there. You shall take of yourselves on the first day the fruit of the beautiful trees. Branches of palm trees and bowls of leafy trees and willows of the brook. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. Um, Psalm 118, 118, 27. God is Lord. He has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the altar, to the horns of the altar. It's this idea of recognizing the victory that the King has given revelation seven and nine, I love it. It says, after these things, I looked and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number of all nations, tribes, people and tongues, standing before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and with palm branches in their hands. We see still this powerful recognition of the victory um, of the King. Now, as the King enters into a space, and he always brings victory with him. This is why I'm, I'm, you know, I'm coming back to it, as I always do. This is why you must engage in a solid, healthy devotion life. The more you spend time with the king and the more you recognize the king and his kingdom in your life, the more you're going to be aware of the victory that belongs to you. See, the enemy wants you to be stuck in all the activity that's happening in and around you. And it sometimes can be easy to be pulled astray or to lose your focus or to become discouraged. But today, I want to encourage you that no matter what's happening, no matter what you are seeing in and around you, press into the presence of the king. As you do so, uh, there's going to be a new level of victory that you're going to be aware of and that you're going to walk into. There's, there's grace There's supernatural ability that's being released to you as you recognize the entrance of the king into your world and into your circumstances. You begin to create a road. Make way for the kingdom of God is that you begin to create a road into your life as you open yourself up to the king. Um, He's not going to force himself upon you. He's not going to make you accept him. That's the great thing about it. He desires for us to choose him. He desires for us to make way for him. But as you make way for him, you're about to experience, hallelujah, all that he has available and what he's designed for you. You just got to make way for the king. You've got to create the spaces for the king to enter into and let him know hey, we desire you here. We want you here. We want you a part of our existence. We make way for the kingdom of God. Listen, Luke chapter 19, verse 39. Let's go there for a minute. The Bible says, And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Now, look at this, please. There are some people who just simply did not agree with his kingship, who recognized him as a teacher but did not recognize him as the king. They they recognized him as another person that was, yeah, you did some miracles. You taught a couple of things. Appreciate your parables. Don't recognize your kingship. Like, appreciate everything that's happening. Yeah, but we we don't recognize your kingship. He said, listen to me, you could shut my disciples up. And what's going to happen is that the creation will cry out because my kingship is my kingship. My, my way is my way. My kingdom is my kingdom. And I love that because sometimes we feel the need to have to argue with people, to try to, to come alongside, to try to convince them. Now, I believe in apologetics. I believe in the need for us to defend the gospel. But what I do believe is that sometimes we get into circumstances defending what doesn't need to be defended. I can't hear nobody <laughs> defending and saying stuff that we don't we don't we don't we don't need to say why. Because the king's saying this. Hey, my kingdom speaks for itself. And if you try to shut up those who 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 honor me and recognize me and that follow me, there will always be a cry unto the king. Huh? There will always be a cry that will come out to the king because his kingdom is sure and it's for real. Don't allow the naysayers, the people who have uh, 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 have negative things to say about the kingdom of God and the king to get you tied up. To get you messed up, Jesus didn't even get himself concerned about it. Jesus said, I'm not about to argue with y'all. You can shut up who you want to shut up. My kingship is speaking for itself. Are y'all hearing this today? Do not allow the noise of everything around you in the culture to get you emotionally turned up. Emotionally frustrated, in anxiety and upset because people are not recognizing the kingship of Jesus is going to live. And how about this? He don't need you to have to step in place to convince people of it. You've just got to walk in what God has called for you to walk into. What kind of way, what kind of space are you creating for the interest of the king? The king is coming. Today we celebrate the interest of the king on that beginning. Of Holy Week. We celebrate the entrance of the King, but the best way that you can celebrate the entrance of the King is to allow the King and his kingdom to continue to advance in your life. Are you aware that the King is supposed to rule? Are you aware that the King is supposed to lead? That you become a subject to the King? That you come in compliance, you come in obedience with the King? This Palm Sunday, shift your heart to the place that's saying whatever the king wants to do, whatever the king has need of, whatever the king desires to happen, I am the king's servant, and I will obey. I will make way for the king in every single area of my life. I take palms, and I celebrate him. I take, I take what's valuable to me, and I lay it down, and I come in agreement with him and I come in to being subject to every aspect and every desire that he has for my life and for those things that are around me. I wanna pray for you. Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming into our existence. What would we be without you? Thank you so much for your lordship. Thank you so much for your kingship. We welcome your entrance into every part of society, every sector of culture, every space that we are in. We welcome your kingship. You rule. You reign, and we come in obedience with that. We love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Listen, friends, we're getting ready to go into worship, and on this Palm Sunday, I don't want you to hold back. Don't you dare just watch. Why don't you engage, sing with us, lift your hands, let the presence of the King enter right into your space. Wow, that was amazing. Agreed. We want you to stay connected with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live.